So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Listeners, and welcome to Ohio Mysteries. This is our 10-minute mystery edition, a little slice of intrigue in the middle of your week. I'm your co-host, Steve Yoder, and with me is our storyteller and journalist, Paula Schleiss. Hi, everyone. Well, trying to solve a murder is challenging enough, but you know what makes it even harder, Steve? What's that? When you don't even know who the victim is. That makes a case way more challenging. We did an episode not too long ago on Buckskin Girl, a Jane Doe that had been found on the side of the road in Troy, Ohio, in 1981. It took authorities 37 years to be able to inscribe the name Marsha Sosaman King on her tombstone, even if they still haven't been able to give her killer a name. But that example gives hope to other cases, like one in Ottawa County where authorities have said they are still hoping to learn the identity of a woman found there nearly half a century ago. Her story is tonight's 10-minute mystery. Ottawa County is along the Lake Erie shore, next door to Toledo, but unlike its large urban sister, Ottawa is sparsely populated, with just 42,000 souls living there. Its county seat is Port Clinton, probably because Port Clinton is the only city in the county. This story takes place on October 22, 1975, off Bloom Road in Salem Township. There's a Lake Erie tributary there. In 1975, newspapers called it Mud Creek. Modern references to this case call it Muddy Creek. Under either name, that's where she was found. It was just after 6 p.m. that October day, when two men out hunting ducks spotted a body floating in about 10 feet of water. The Ottawa County Sheriff responded to their call. They pulled the young woman to shore. She was nude, the only thing on her person, a ring made of wire shaped into a style called a love knot. Agents from the state's Bureau of Criminal Investigation joined deputies at the scene, but there was nothing to tell the story of what had happened. Hopefully, an autopsy could give them some answers. The coroner was away, so Dr. John Zimmerman performed the examination at Fremont Memorial Hospital. Then he conferred with acting coroner Dr. William Kuhn, and they determined the young woman died by drowning, probably 48 to 72 hours before she was found. 
What they couldn't say is if anyone else was involved. Sometimes people managed to drown all by themselves. But her death was ruled questionable. After all, she probably didn't undress herself, and a thorough search of the creek turned up no articles of clothing. There were so few details to go on. Investigators would love to have had tire tracks leading to the banks of the creek, but it had rained in the past three days, and the area where she was found was widely used by fishermen who found it a great spot for catching perch and crappie. If a killer's tracks had been there, they would have been washed away or covered up by other traffic. Crozer Funeral Home handled preparations for burial and the girl was laid to rest in an unmarked grave at a pauper cemetery where the county buries unknown or indigent people. With no clue to her identity or any evidence of foul play to examine, the decades sailed by. But the Ottawa County Sheriff's Office never forgot about the unfortunate woman, and in 2016, the sheriff and the FBI teamed up to make a big push to try and learn her identity. To us at this time, her identification is crucial for any hope of solving the mystery behind her death, Steve Sheriff Lavorchek told reporters as he released a composite drawing of the victim. The likeness used modern technology to reconstruct her face from photographs that had been taken, and they circulated the picture widely. It was the first time the public had a chance to see what she looked like. Ken Kepler, special agent in charge of Cleveland's FBI division, asked everyone to take a hard look and see if she looked familiar. Any bit of information will bring us closer to determining who she was and, eventually, to why she was left at that tributary almost 41 years ago, Kepler said. She was white, five foot four inches tall, weighed between 140 and 150 pounds. She was between 20 and 30 years old with medium-length brown-reddish hair and eyes that were either brown or hazel. Her ears were pierced. Her two front teeth had a wide space between them. For the first time, police also released a picture of the love knot ring she had been wearing. The coroner was able to share even more about the victim. At the time of her death, She was a new mother. It appeared she had given birth to at least one child, quite possibly in the year before her death. She didn't have any scars, birthmarks, or tattoos, but her lungs revealed her to be a smoker. In addition to giving her a name and increasing the chances of finding out who had put her in that creek, knowing who she was could give a grieving family some peace. She's in a pauper cemetery with no marker, Sheriff Lefortchik said. No one deserves that. If you look at the notes on this episode, we're including a link that goes directly to the composite drawing released in 2016. It doesn't matter where you're from. Take a look. If she was a local girl, they probably would have identified her already. So there's a good chance she's from somewhere far from the Ottawa County site where she was found. She might even be someone from your community. Anyone with information regarding the woman is urged to contact the Ottawa County Sheriff's Office at 419-734-4404. 
That's it for our midweek 10-minute mystery. We'll see you here Sunday for our next regular full-sized Ohio mystery episode. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of your week. May all of your mysteries have happy endings. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.